Welcome back to the Tomahawk. I'm Mike. This is Matt. We're going to go over quickly the Florida series, uh, and we're going to go over the series that just finished, the Nashville series. But before we get into it, do us a favor. Hit subscribe. Give us a like. It really helps out the channel, and uh, it really it just helps us out, period, and we'd really appreciate it. So to start off with Florida, uh, we had two big wins Well, with, with Florida, and we were really hoping that we could even sp split the split the series. We won both games. It was huge. Um, Lincoln played played great, and we saw the team play well. Brandon Hagel was a force to be reckoned with. Pius Suter played um, great, and um, you know, moving forward from there, things were looking pretty good. I don't know what happened, but it seemed like the wheels fell off of the off of the bus going into the in, into this Nashville series. Matt, from the positives that we had from the Florida series coming into this one, what happened? It looked like there was two different teams playing. Yeah, man, I don't I'm not sure what happened. I I know Nashville they're playing with a lot of uh, desperation. They're uh, you know, they were they were pretty much at the bottom with the Red Wings and they're a five. They're a one game over five hundred now, and they're just playing good hockey. They're, I think, uh, I saw that stat. Uh, Saros is six and one in his stretch, and uh, I mean, you're getting good goaltending and uh, with Rene and Saros, and they're finally look like they're getting it together. And I, I know Matt Duchesne hasn't been doing well, and uh, Ryan Johansson, he's kind of getting going, and uh, I, Nashville's just playing really good hockey right now and i think the hawks uh probably got a little too much confidence hey we just beat florida and yeah we'll be fine and i mean they the first game they were geez not really much to talk about at all they were just flat today uh i remember me and you had a texting exchange and uh i said wow when debrinkat scored that second goal the hawks were all over these guys and yeah it's just a little too late and that's it ran out of time, and that's what happens. And you give up two terrible goals by Subban. Well, at least I'll give him credit. I know the first one, he stay in your net, man. I mean, yeah. you got a guy five feet away, stay in your net. Yeah. And those goals kill you, and they, they haunt you. They do. They do. You know, it's it's pretty, it's pretty disconcerting. You know, they played Florida, came back to Tampa, played Florida again and we're talking about some tough teams man that are at the top of the division and the Hawks you know they 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 hung in there with them you know this is just just brutal just brutal to see Malcolm Subban today <clears throat> and I'm not saying uh Lankinen gets a pass here cuz he I don't think he really played very well in in the in the Nashville series I mean, I think he could have played better but it seemed like the defense was was just all over the place, uh, or lack thereof. I should say they were, they just weren't they just weren't playing well. Why do you think that there would be so many defensive woes coming into these two games? And also, um, Ian Mitchell was a was a scratch, and Bowden is is in playing. Do you think that uh, on top of, on top of that, do you think that Colleton is playing the best players so that we could get the best result don't and um i i think um 
honestly, I thought we our defense was bad in the uh, Panthers games as well. And we can't, we're giving up way too many shots. And Lincoln in that shutout game, it's not going to happen every night. Right. And, I mean, he's, he won that game for us, no doubt about it. That was all Lincoln. And, of course, the, the guy's probably a little shocked, shell-shocked a little bit going into his next game. He's like, oh, man, I've got to get ready for another big night. And some goalies aren't wired for that, but some goalies, like, I guess Marty Brodeur used to be like a, a 70 70- freaking season you know, 70, 70 games a season guy I think Roberto Longo played a lot but I mean he's still a young kid I mean you can't expect him to be making um, having a, an amazing night every night like this and and as far as your question about the uh, players the best players no I don't think he puts out the best players because if he wanted to win tonight I still think Lincoln I know it's back to back I'm I don't know how I feel with coaches are weird about stuff. I, I can't play a guy back to back, but I mean, we're, we're desperate right now. We, we want to hold our playoff spot and Nashville caught us. Columbus is knocking on the door too. So you need your best guy to be in the pipes. I think it begs the question where if they were looking to, to bring Kirby doc, you know, back so soon. Yeah. Okay. He, he did great with it, with his rehab. He was supposed to be out four to five months, and uh or five to six months i believe and they rushed him back so if, if there is such an impedance on bringing him back you would think that they would be playing Leighton every night now sure this is his first season in the league and maybe him playing so much wouldn't be a good thing but do you think that he could just use the experience are we talking about lincoln right yeah, I feel like this is kind of a tryout for him. I mean, uh, even Subban, I mean, like, hey, this is a short season. Let's see what you got, and maybe you'll be our future. And I think he's kind of earned it out of all three of them that we've seen. But I, I don't see if we'll keep – play the guy who's going to give you a chance to win. And I, I think when Subban's in net, you're going to get inconsistent play and – Look at the goal, the first goal of the game. We were playing behind the first, what, three minutes? And yeah. it's, it's tough to play behind the whole game. I mean, we finally tied it in the third, but still, I want to say in the next two two to four minutes, they scored another one. Yeah, And you're just not going to get a big save from him. He does make big saves, but he needs to make the saves that he should make. And I... I I'll give him. I'll give him the benefit on that second one that went off. I, did it go off to Han? I think. Yeah, yeah it, it was. It was. Han um, was was going in, and him and another player. It went off of their skate. It wasn't in a kicking motion, but it it ricocheted off of uh, off of the skate. Yeah, poor Dehan. He had an unlucky night. But that that first one. I've, I played goalie for 15 years, and if I see an opposing player within five feet of me, where do you think I'm going to throw the puck? The guy is probably over six foot. I've got a goalie stick in my hand. If I throw it up the middle, my net's wide open if I turn it over. If I throw it up the boards, I'm going to hit him in the chest, and that's exactly what he did. He got to the net lazy, slow. Didn't have his net covered. It, I mean, don't get me wrong. It was a lucky goal. The guy put it off a skate. It went off his pad and in. But goalies cannot give that shot up. 
because it's going to haunt you, and it did. And you just can't ever give up a goal behind the net. I, my coach would pull me if I gave that up in high school. I got another question for you. So off of the third goal, the um, Doc passed it to the middle. It ricocheted off of Zadarov's stick, and then it went to Nashville. Do you think that that goal was Doc's fault? No, because Kirby Doc grabbed the open man, and that's the job of the center. Uh, and I think that's on uh, Zadorov because that he did he turn the puck over. Well, what happened was is is Doc passed it in, and then it it went off of Zadorov's stick, and then it went to a, a Nashville player. And he was wide open, right? And then they did that passing play, and then yeah, and then uh, the Josie, 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 yeah, the captain, yeah, he came in through okay. the middle and shot it. No, I don't think that's Doc's fault because if Doc left that man open who was going to the opposite side, um, it would have been his fault if that guy had got the puck and scored because the center has to cover the slot, and that's what he did. Actually, if we're going to be like going over like responsibility and assignments, that defenseman, which was Yossi, is the wingers. That's his uh, assignment. Right. I don't know who was on the wing, but that I, it looks like the Hawks might have been in a change at the time. I'm not sure. I'll have to look at the goal if I can in the next couple seconds. But the the wingers, that's their job. Their assignments are the point men, and I guess. Kirby did the right thing, and it's just it's lucky. He that's why that guy's a good defenseman. He knows when to take a chance and step in, and he buried it. And I don't blame Subban on that one at all. That's just shitty assignment playing by the Hawks, and they they left a winger left his man wide open, and he's an elite defenseman who could score goals, and he he, he let us have it. Yeah, in saying that, that was, you know, talking about assignments, I think that's the left wing's responsibility, and I think that he was out on a change. But I, ha- I, have, to, I have to call out the, the, um, the commentating on, on this because when you listen to a Hawks game and, and Olchek and, and Foley are calling a game, now I'm, I'm a big fan of, of, of both. I like them both. But they will never ever fault the goalie or anybody or, or on on a goal, ever. Uh, in between periods, you know, they give their an, uh, analysis. Right. Steve Conroy's the worst. <laughs> I I love Jamal Mayer yeah. as a player, but I think he's got a job now, and his job is to make the Hawks look good. He's not going to say, "Oh, the Hawks were terrible that period," but. Can you see him as a player if, like, say, someone missed their assignment? I could see Jamal Mayers being in the locker room. Dude, you got to get your assignment on that. Yeah. Come on, man. Even, like, a coach. But these guys, they're not going to, like, they're, they're selling the Hawks. You know what I mean? They're not going to badmouth the Hawks because they don't want to lose their job. Right. So they're, you're not going to get honesty like you would, like, say, two Joes like me and you. We're going to say, Dude, Subban, what the hell are you doing, man? That's killing us. Yeah, they're, they're not going to say any of that. But I completely agree with you on that. Yeah, it's it's uh, you know they they don't lay any fault, 
And what they did was they, they threw Kirby Doc out to the Wolves. We're talking about a kid who's 20 years old, just came off of the long-term injured reserve. It's his second game. And they threw this kid to the Wolves, pretty much blaming on him for his pass. That ricocheted off of a Hawks defenseman uh, on, on top of that. And you know what? I think it's bullshit, dude. I, I, I think it's bullshit how they do that. I'm, I'm looking at the goal right now. I got it on my iPad right mm-hmm. now. And if we're going to blame anybody, I just watched it in slow motion. Yossi, took, he did turn the puck over. Doc turned the puck over. But Brandon Hagel, that was his assignment. And Yossi looked. Hagel knew he was caught because he turned the Jets on to try to catch him. I just watched it. You cannot blame a guy who hasn't played since Christmas <laughs> for something like that. Right. It's ridiculous. Yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, talk with two teams, with two teams trying in in a playoff hunt, you know, and and he's he gets dropped right in the middle of it. Fresh, you know, I mean, he just rehabbed, you know. Uh, yeah, it was all check. feel like every time he he was like yelling like too many men too many men did you know yeah like he did that in the last game too i'm like dude really like they change on the fly sometimes but if the puck actually hit the guy getting off the ice they're gonna call it too many men but very rarely they're gonna call a guy changing like a little slower than usual because there's say six guys on the ice but I'm like, man, this guy's like crazy about this too many men. <laughs> he kept going on and on about it. Yeah. But I, I like Eddie too. But sometimes I, I've said this before with Foley. I feel like those two are like two buddies just having a good time and they're goofing goofing off a little too much. And it's like, come on, guys, let's, let's call the game and get the names right. Right. You know, let's let's call the guy the, by his right name. Sure, sure. So yeah. so moving forward, we have um, you know the Hawks. Are going to play. Who are they playing next? Carolina. That's right. So they're playing Carolina next. That's going to be a uh, obviously a huge series because you know it's just fr- from now on until the playoffs. I mean, it's just on for them. It was a rough. It was a rough uh, March, and it looks like it's going to be another rough April for them. Uh, going forward, they have to put the best players on the ice, and uh, everybody needs to play well. Uh, give Kirby Doc the benefit of the doubt, but if he's not up to speed, then he needs to be playing on the lower lines, and and not on the uh, not on the top lines. Do you have um, Do you have any NHL news? Anything like for the for the Sinbin to move forward? Because it's just it's just brutality. Uh, just thinking about this last game, uh, I'm sure a lot of people who are listening watch the game, and uh, I mean, I'd like to hear what you guys have to say in 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 the in the comments. Because it was uh, it was pretty bad, but uh, but it's time to move forward. What do you got, man? Let's. I, I just want to give DeBrinkat credit because I thought he was really trying to get that hat trick the last seven minutes. He was playing good, and he had a real that second goal was a beauty. Uh, but other than that, I agree with you. Let's just move on because that. I mean, I, honestly, we should have had two wins there. And but anyway, around the league. Um, uh, Aaron Ekblad took a nasty, uh, it was like a collision and he fell really funny and he, I, he's going to be out for some time. It looks like he might've had a broken leg. It, it looks like he even was yelling, Ew, it's broke. It's broke. And I felt so bad for the guy. Cause I feel like this season 
he's really kind of turned his game around. He he looks real. He's playing real well. He, he scored a couple goals against the Hawks, and I hope he gets back soon. But that team is starting to get some injuries. They're, uh, Aaron Ekblad is a great defenseman for them. They lost their captain against the Hawks and uh, Barkoff. And so, I mean, Florida could struggle here, which, I mean, would benefit the Hawks. Uh, uh, other news, uh, I still see that uh, Ovechkin scoring here in and here out and just climbing up the, the list of uh, all time leading goals and everything. And, uh, other news, uh, Eric Stahl, uh, got traded to the Canadians. Wow. And he's, he's pumped about that. And I'm kind of pumped for him too. Uh, I'd like to see him succeed in a, in an organization that actually cares about winning right now. I know Buffalo is on a terrible losing streak. I think they're at 17 to 16 games or whatever. And that's, holy smokes. That's got to be painful for these guys, and you know they're going to clean house. So expect Taylor Hall to probably be on the road. Uh, uh, there's another guy, uh, Monitor defenseman, who even said today he's he's pretty sure he's on his way out, and he's a pretty solid defenseman. Steve Monitor. Um, I I think it's Brandon. Okay. Brandon, yeah, he uh, he even said that he he's expecting to go and. Uh, and you know, even when Eric Stahl got traded, he he had nice things to say about uh, you know Buffalo, and just said they're they're a ways behind. And uh, the GM uh, Kevin Adams, actually a former Hawk for uh, a season, I think we had him. Uh, he said he's doing the right things down there. It's just you know they they're not getting the wins, and that's unfortunately that's what you need. <laughs> and uh, he's not getting them. Uh, and uh, I've I've heard some rumors, like we said in the the last show, with uh, Jonathan Quick uh, to Toronto. But I, I honestly I think it's just rumors, so we will see. That would be interesting, Jonathan Quick to Toronto. I wonder because uh, he hasn't. I mean, his play has been really up and down, but the 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 Kings aren't really a team to really look out for. To be honest with you. Yeah, I agree. I think they're, you know, they're kind of like the Hawks. They're kind of transitioning. They got like uh, an old core like we have. And uh, I think Dustin Brown is uh, uh, Jeff Carter. Kopitar is still an effective player. Drew Doughty is a good player. But, you know, those guys have got a lot of miles on them like our guys. And I still feel like Kaner is way ahead of these guys. And he's been playing more games than them. It just shows you how much of a freak he is. He's still putting up the numbers i think he had two assists tonight again wow yeah and it's just you know it it sucks teams get old and then you know the organizations change and got to go through a rebuild and reloading everything and so i if they do get rid of quick i i just don't know why it would be toronto i i know anderson's their their guy and maybe maybe he's hurt or maybe they're just want to have a a backup plan in the playoffs because quick does have Stanley Cup experience. He's got two of them. Yeah, I mean, it makes you, it makes you wonder, makes you wonder, with 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 quick, does he have enough left in the tank? Because it seems like he's kind of, uh, he's kind of, like his star's kind of fallen kind of quickly. To be honest with you, he had a big contract. Look like looks yeah. like he's playing out that contract, but um, 
you know, I just, you, you just don't hear anything about him anymore. No, I agree. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's honestly, this rumor is the first time I heard it quick <laughs> this, this season. Yeah. And I, I thought he was a backup, a very expensive backup. And I think, uh, they were kind of, they found a young guy, but, and unfortunately young guys struggle and quick kind of won his net back and lost it again. And I, I don't know who the, the other goalie is. I'm sorry, but, uh, it happens. I mean, I, even it might happen with Lincoln and we might, you know, have, there might be a time where Subban is going to get more starts and, and then vice versa, you know, but I, I think he's making close to 7 million. It's just, I don't know where Toronto's getting the money, honestly, with yeah. them. They got three guys making over 10 million or even 12 million, I think. And yeah, I don't, maybe they'll retain the salary or honestly, I don't know, but I know Toronto's going to go for it. Because it's kind of set up nice for them. They're kind of, they're definitely the best team in that division. So I could see them being the last man standing in that one. Yeah, I was going to bring up their cap space because they, I mean, they can't have. I mean, to be honest with you, they can't have any cap space. I I honestly don't know. I I, I even I think like uh, we had Justin on. He's a Toronto guy. He even uh, he said it goes from Marner. Tavares and Matthews and then it just pretty much drops to third liners you know and they're you know you got a couple guys making three four here and there and and there's really no no uh you know you don't really have role players you got guys that are just stepping in and you got to just hope that your top three just perform every night yeah it it seems like they're set up where they're they're top loaded then they've got a bunch of ahlers play i mean no no disrespect to to the ahlers or or any of these players you know but i mean in order to build the championship teams you need quality players of all the way down the lineup you know and if you and if you only have three superstars i don't see how that how that uh how that's going to work out there I don't, I, I think it goes, I would consider, I don't know about you, but the fourth, like best, best player would be that Nylander. And I think he's only making about six Yeah, and six to 12. Jeez, that's 6 million right there. You could get, if you manage it right, three players, you know, that are role players, you know, like checkers and penalty kill specialists, power play guy, or even a backup goalie. Yeah. Yeah, you could, or one really good backup goalie. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, and I think their best defenseman is that uh, Morgan Riley, and I'm not sure what he. I mean, he's a talented player, but I I just named six or five players. It's got to be closely. What What do you think? Forty, forty-five, fifty million. <laughs> I know just with four. Players. I know Tavares. He's making thirteen million, right? Yeah, he thirteen, probably close to fourteen, and and I'm, and, I, uh, and obviously Matthews, he's making thirteen million as well, isn't he? Thirteen five. Yeah, he he's their future, but I can't believe like. But that's like twenty six, twenty seven million dollars right there. I know when we signed Kane and Taves to that that long contract, the ten, I think the what are they ten five? Yeah. I was like, oh shit, <laughs> we just blew our team up. Yeah. And for a season, we pretty much yeah. Did. But then I see these contracts. I'm like, these guys haven't won anything. Yeah. They haven't even won a playoff series. And it's like, maybe maybe their contract looks good. Yeah. And I, I mean, the Caner, if anything, Caner's underpaid the way he's played. Yeah. Yeah. He, um, and what McDavid's making 12 5, something like that? The, the guy's a superstar, but yeah. I mean, 
you can win as many scoring titles as you want. If it's not your name's not on the cup, it really doesn't well, matter I guess, to me. <laughs> I guess to the owner, yeah. he's selling jerseys and he's putting he's going to put people back in the seats. So, you know, From that's standpoint. Yeah, maybe it's a good move for him. Yeah, yeah that's that's a part of it. I, I know McDavid. He wants. He's. I can tell the guy's hungry. He wants to win. Yeah. But like, I just don't see how you could sign that that contract. No like oh man all right so i'll make how are we gonna fill in the rest of our team yeah i mean they don't have a goalie their defense is terrible they're they're not gonna win anything i mean we beat them last year we beat them in the qualifying round we we played yeah you gotta admit though that hawks played pretty well though in that qualifying round thank god dominic kubalik had one of the best games of his life i think he had like five six points the one game yeah but uh and taves had like he had like two games with two goals or something like that yeah, I mean, but those guys were the first, uh, the first seed, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, then we ended up playing Vegas and getting smoked, but yeah. But still, I mean, I, I, they're picked to be good every year. You got the two best players in the league. There's no reason why you guys can't. Would you, you co- would you consider Leon Dreisaitl one uh, better than Austin Matthews? Yes. I do because uh, uh, I think that he plays a more complete game. You with yeah. Matthews, you just know he's going to fire the puck. Yeah, and I think Drysaddle could pass. He could score. And McDavid was out for a while. Drysaddle carried that team. You know what, and man? I I think Drysaddle is a very underrated passer. It sucks because he's kind of in the shadow of McDavid, and McDavid yeah. is so good. But I was happy for the guy when he won the MVP last year because he deserved it. Yeah. Yeah, so Drysaddle. I'm a fan of Matthews, but I don't think he's better than Drysaddle. I don't. Yeah, I saw Drysaddle make a backhanded pass from behind the blue line through two players uh, to to practically the slot to another guy in stride, and it was a it was a saucer. It was a beautiful one, man. I, I couldn't believe he made that pass, and and the guy scored. Yeah, he he's incredible, and, and don't get me wrong, Matthews, man, I. He could fire it like he could snipe, man. Even a backhand, and I remember that Hawks game. He, uh, it was up in Chicago. It was like an eight to seven game. Yeah, went to OT. Him and Kane kind of traded off the. Uh, yeah, like yeah. you know the crowd. That's when I hated. Like, that day was when I hated shots. Matthews. <laughs> oh yeah, his shot though that uh, go ahead goal before Kane tied it. Uh-huh. That was an amazing shot, and I think yeah, it was. Uh, I think Forsberg. Right? Like, remember, uh, Arnold was a Cam Ward. I can't remember, but I felt so bad for the goalie because he had like this much space to score. And Matthews found it. Yeah, and that's just a pure sniper right there. Those guys see a little bit of net and they'll just take it. Right, it's amazing. Right. Well, cool, man. Do you got anything else? No, man. Cool. Well, we will be back after the Carolina series. Hopefully we get two wins because we need them. We need every point that we can get. And we need the top teams to beat up on the bottom teams as well. So, Absolutely. So um, I guess we'll take anything that we can get. Thank you for listening. Um, and we will see you guys on the next one. This is Mike and Matt. We're out of here.